I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm Abdullah. Justine. And this isn't a normal episode, um, so we're going to forego the normal intro that we would normally have. Um, this is a bit of a dark moment right now. But so today in our nation's capital, events occurred that required us, we feel, to comment on them right now in real time. What you just heard was a speech that President Donald J. Trump recorded today um, in response to uh, numerous, numerous people climbing the walls of the Senate and kind of storming the gates of, of, of Congress uh, today in opposition to um, his losing of the 2020 presidential election. So um, today is January 6th, 2021, as we record this. And um, for those of you who know in the United States, Congress met today to certify the electoral college vote in the presidential election of Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. And so the election happened in November 2020 and the electoral college um, certified or uh, voted or whatever in December. But today is the day where Congress certifies the results of each state's election. And it's normally kind of a, just a pro forma thing, a technicality thing. but. Today, events kind of got completely off the chain. And so during the reading of the certification of the state's electoral votes, there was a concurrent um, demonstration by Trump supporters who had gathered outside uh, in the Capitol, outside the Senate. And so what they did during the reading of the information, I think it was the state of Arizona, was though uh, some supporters started like they broke down the fence that's around the Capitol. They climbed the the wall on the side of the Senate, and they ended up actually breaching, like breaking glass and climbing on statues and everything, and actually got inside the Senate chamber and inside um, the House of Representatives chamber. And so lawmakers, in the middle of certifying these these election results had to be evacuated to several locations. And so um, this, is, this is a developing story. But um, uh, so, so there are lots of more details that will be known that may not be known at the time of this recording. But um, 
we wanted to give you a couple of kind of the facts on the ground as we know them right now and just kind of do and kind of react to them. Um, but uh, before I go any, any further, I've got, I've got my sister, my partner in crime, um, Justine Kenyi here. And so um, Justine, uh, you have anything to comment on so far about kind of the facts of what's happening right now? Yes. Um, so the first thing that we know so far is that one person was shot during this demonstration and is in terrible condition. And at least 15 people have been injured as of this recording. And Abdul, maybe you can fact check me on this, but I'm pretty sure the person who was shot is pretty young. That part, I, so, I, so I don't know. And actually, just before we clicked uh, uh, record on the mic, there was actually two people that were shot. Wow. One of them died. So the first woman that was shot, the one that I heard about originally, she was shot and she was in critical condition. And as of about, um, I think about three or four o'clock or so Central Standard Time, she was in critical condition. And so we now know, you know, a little bit later in the evening, she since died and there was a second person that was shot. Don't know how serious that is. And then there were, as of my last month, the last I heard, it was about 15 or 20 some odd people that were also injured and taken to the hospital. So uh, what we also know is that sometime this afternoon, um, the Virginia National Guard and about 200 Virginia State troopers were called into Congress, uh, were called in uh, to help because Congress couldn't move fast enough. Wow. And so Congress couldn't move fast enough to, for, for the city of D.C. or the District of, of, of Columbia to call mm -hmm. in the, the D.C. National Guard. And we'll explain why in a moment. But because they could not act fast enough, the governor of Virginia had to call in their National Guard. And I believe... Wow the governor of Maryland did too. Um, and so, so now here's, here's what happened. And here's, here's why Virginia couldn't respond fast or DC couldn't respond fast enough. So for those of you who don't know, whether you're outside of the country, even whether you're citizens of the United States, a lot of folks don't think about these kind of things. So they really aren't as informed. The city of DC is not part of a state. It's, it's the district of Columbia. It's the one and only federal city. So mm -hmm. the mayor of the city of DC submits her budget and reports to Congress. Mm. So whereas the mayors would might report some things to the governor and then the governor's report to the president in a mm -hmm. state situation yeah. in, in DC, she has to go hat in hand to Congress. So, um, and what happens in Congress is for the, for the, for the DC national guard to be called wow. in, uh, Congress, um, the, the, the mayor, the mayor has to consult the um, Department of Defense, namely the Secretary of Defense, who then consults wow. with the President of the United States, who then approves National Guard troops to show up. Wow. Okay. So, so because, the, because the mayor had to do that, mm -hmm. somebody at the Department of, the, of Defense, I think it might even been the Secretary of Defense himself or the Acting Secretary of Defense, somebody had to contact the president. Now they did not contact the president. As far as the news that we know, they spoke with the vice president, Mike Pence. Now, now for those of you who don't understand how huge of a deal that is, we have a sitting U.S. American president, president who was not consulted because so many people in the government think that this president is unfit for office right now. So. 
as far as we know, and I've heard this reported on four or five different news outlets online, and then in places like the Washington Post and the New York Times. I heard it on Fox News. I heard it on CNN. I heard it on MSNBC. I heard it on, on, on uh, NPR. And I heard it on, um, on again, on, on the Times and, and the Journal. But all those folks corroborated the fact that someone at the Defense Department, I, we think the Secretary of Defense, talked to the vice president and not and the president. Said, wow. That's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so we, we've, got, we've got people who have basically stormed the gates of the Capitol in a seditious manner because they didn't like the outcome of the election. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to my mind, that's treason or that's, that's yeah, that, that's completely un-American. And these yeah. folks are, they're, they're walking in with their MAGA hats on. They're yelling, Trump won, stop the steal. Um, mm-hmm. There's some photos of like people in, in the statue hall of the, um, of the Capitol with conf- waving Confederate flags. I yes, mean, it's just were, yeah. off the chain. So anyway, that's, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to take a beat. Justin, go ahead. Yes, you guys, it's crazy. And um, okay, first of all, his speech is packed with lies. He talks about a landslide victory. No, there, there was no landslide victory, you know, and, um, and, you know, I feel like uh, he is perpetuating a lot of, first of all, he's creating a lot of doubt in our uh, electoral and our political system, yes. right? Yes. Um, by perpetuating these lies. Yes. So he's causing American people, specifically Republicans in this case, to lose confidence in the system. And secondly, he's just lying. It's, yeah, the whole thing. I mean, it's, what's he saying? He's like, um, okay, so aside from the lies, now, now, hopefully, our listeners understand that this isn't a partisan situation that, that, you know, this isn't a, there are two sides to every story mm-hmm. thing. Everybody in government, everybody in government, including the head of the U S cybersecurity who said, this is the, the safest election ever. Everybody has already said that this that the, the election was not stolen. There is no evidence of massive fraud. There is no grand conspiracy to not reelect the president, and that this was a free and fair election. There were there were state uh, state um, board of election certifiers who were Republicans, either exactly. either elected or appointed who all themselves said that there was no steal that happened. Yeah. And so the president is still perpetuating this lie. But more troubling, I think, more troubling is the whole idea that in the statement he made, we love you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, go I, in peace. Yeah, go, yeah, go in peace. You're special. Yes. It's, I mean, <laughs> that, that kind of stuff, I mean, yeah, this president is absolutely woefully unfit for office. And yeah. while he's still, I mean, he's, he's tweeting things like, 
um, these are the things and events that happen when, when a sacred landslide election victory is so unceremoniously and viciously stripped away, he says, from great patriots who have been badly and unfairly treated for so long. Go home with love and in peace. Remember this day forever. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Like that's the kind of stuff he's saying in the mm -hmm. midst of, of what's happening. Now, mm -hmm. here's why I'm so pissed off about this. If the protesters exactly. were black or yeah. brown, mm -hmm. well, let me start here. If they were still white and these were LGBTQ protesters, Mm -hmm. They would be they would be arrested, roughed up, tear yep. gassed. Mm -hmm. But if they shot. were black, yep. maybe shot, but mm -hmm. maybe hit with those those rubber those rubber bullets. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But if they were BLM folks or if they were black, mm -hmm. they would be shot and killed. Right now, we'd be talking about a bloodbath and a massacre. Yeah. So in the in the midst of all of this really tragic things that are happening in our country right now, you also have one of the most profound demonstrations of white privilege that I could possibly present to you. Exactly. So this is yes. a whole hot mess. Mm -hmm. I mean, we love you. You are very special, is what he said. Come on. Come on. This guy, this guy is crazy. Yeah. So just pay attention to what's going on, you know, and I think a big part of what we try to do is to empower you to be a critical thinker, you know, and I like the point that Abdul made that this is a huge demonstration of white privilege, right? White people are able to do things that black people would be killed for even trying to do. Yes. Yes. And by the way, this isn't the first time it happened, right? What mm -hmm. happened in Portland this summer? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we had the events that happened in Portland this summer. We had, um, um, we had the, the people um, like MAGA supporters, Make America Great Again supporters who showed up armed, armed to storm and sequester the Michigan State House. Mm -hmm. We had a plot to kidnap and kill the governor yep. of Michigan. Michigan, yeah. You know, and in those kind of situations, in those kind of, of, of scenarios or whatever, here's what the president said. Now, this is a tweet that the president sent out about, um, this was in July, um, July 27th of 2020, mm -hmm. about the events in the, the, the courthouse in Portland. And the president said this, Anarchists, agitators, or protesters who vandalize or damage our federal courthouse in Portland or any federal buildings in any of our cities or states will be prosecuted under recently enacted statutes and monuments act. Minimum, all caps, he says, minimum 10 years in prison. Don't wow. do it. Let's see how but many today. supposed to be. Yeah. Let's see how many of them go to jail for 10 years. Mm -hmm. But today, go home in peace. You're special. Yes. And as far as I know, again, this is a developing story. These mm -hmm. things, as we record this, are only a few hours old. Right. As far as I know, 
as of about um, 6.30 Central Standard Time on today, January 6, 2021, um, the people that were, that were uh, involved, I haven't heard of any arrests being made so far. What we've heard is that they were kind of sh- uh, shooed out, escorted out, that kind of thing, out of the Capitol complex. And, um, well, actually, that's not entirely true. I think some of them maybe were arrested, but mm-hmm. part of the logic set was that they couldn't arrest a whole bunch of folks because there weren't enough police on the ground to arrest them because that, that process would have taken away from clearing out the buildings. Mm-hmm. So there were some people who were who were arrested and charged with what? Trespassing. Oh. There were some people, some of the ones who broke the glass and who, and who got through all, all of the metal and all, and all the safety precautions. Some of them were arrested for destroying public property or, or destroying public buildings or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. They were not... I haven't seen any chokeholds. Yes. I haven't seen anybody with anybody's knee on anybody's neck on the ground. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any I can't breathe. Wow. I ain't seen none of that. Mm-hmm. What, I've, what I've seen is, hey, hey, guys, let's move along. Let's get mm-hmm. out of here. Let's get out of here. As of 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, so 6 p.m. in D.C., there was a curfew that was dropped on the city. And there were still people roaming around. Again, these are some of the same. Now, y'all, we have gone in on some of the evangelical stuff. There was some Christian iconography up in there. There was some Jesus in 2020 or 2021. You know, these are the same folks who talk, who are talking about things like um, respecting rulers and authorities who are talking Mm -hmm. about law and order. Mm -hmm. So yes. these law and order nonviolence, nonviolence. Yeah. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like I saw a picture, and on the picture there's like a lot of flags in it, and one of the flags said, "Jesus is my savior, Trump is my president." You know, and it's just, it's mind blowing to see <laughs> that we have nationalized Christianity. We have. And, oh, by the way, nationalizing Christianity is unconstitutional. Mm. So yeah. uh, now, loosely speaking, so, so Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of a church. Mm. There should be separation between church and state. Church what and that state. means is that officers of the government can't make Christianity the religion of the state. Mm-hmm. but to some extent, it has become the de facto religion of the right. state. Yeah. So yeah, we got all kinds of problems happening here. Yes. And I mean, this, this, this is just, these are the kind of things that I heard this on the news today too. These are the kind of things that are happening in places like Bolivia mm-hmm. or, you know, Colombia or somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to read something and this is what, this is, uh, this is a statement that was made by former president, Republican president, George Herbert Walker, I'm sorry, George W. Bush. Okay, George W. Bush, who was also 
um, elected president in 2000. Actually, he wasn't elected. The popular vote, he lost that to Al Gore, uh, but he won the presidency because of a Supreme Court decision. Mm. You know, <laughs> now, and, and there are lots of things that I'd have to say about that, but um, one thing that I have always appreciated about President uh, W. Bush for all the things that I, who, that I didn't agree with him on is he did have, at least on the face of it, a tremendous respect for the iconography and the symbolism of the United States government. Mm. So much to the fact that, that it's, been, it's been said that he wouldn't even go into the Oval Office without a jacket on. Wow. You know, so, so now here's what he said. He said, Laura and I are watching the scenes, and this may be a little bit long, but I want to read the whole thing because it's really important. He said, Laura and I are watching the scenes of mayhem unfolding in the seats of our seat of our nation's government in disbelief and dismay. It is a sickening and heartbreaking sight. This is how election results are disputed in a banana republic, not in our democratic republic. <laughs> okay. He says, I am appalled by the reckless behavior of some political leaders since the election and by the lack of respect shown today for our institutions, our traditions, and our law enforcement. He says the violent assault on the Capitol and disruption of a constitutionally mandated meeting of Congress was undertaken by people whose passions have been in inflamed by falsehoods and false hopes. Now, he says, insurrection could do grave damage to our nation and reputation. In the United States of America, it is the fundamental responsibility of every patriotic citizen to support the rule of law. Those who are disappointed in the results of the election, our country is more important than politics, than the politics of the moment. Let the officials elected by the people fulfill their duties and represent our voices in peace and safety. May God continue to bless the United States of America. Very good. I think it's crazy that he called it insurrection. Mm. Now, you know, and he hasn't spoken a whole lot since he left office. Um, but for him to come out and call it an insurrection, I think is, is, is you know, and I'm sure maybe it's somebody on his staff is really stable or whatever, but the word insurrection is a very strong and purposeful word. So, mm. yeah, we've got. Even though folks didn't like him, a lot of folks didn't like him, at least he's acting in his post-presidency like right. a president. Yeah. You know, he's acting yeah. like somebody who respects our traditions and the things that make us free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the electoral process, y'all. I yep. America. Oh. Right now I have in my head Ray Charles, America. The way he could sing it as only he can, you know, <laughs> and crown I didn't know that because I was born in '92. But oh, well, he sung it like later in life. Oh, yeah, he he did a cover of of it later in life. But the way the way he sings it in, in his mm -hmm. like kind of raspy, you know, mm -hmm. soul thing is really yeah. kind of poignant. Yeah. But yeah, we may have to put a clip of that or put a yeah put a link to that. Um, but Anyway, guys, we don't want this to be a long episode. We, we just had to get some things off our chest mm -hmm. and let you guys you know, know for those of you who aren't kind of following. And we'll put links to 
some of the things that are happening here that we have at the moment in in the notes to this episode. Jay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Y'all, so this one might be a little unrelated, but I've been thinking about how, you know, uh, constantly being on social media, constantly watching the news can actually take a great toll on your mental health and your feeling of safety. So even as you are watching the news and staying in the know, remember to practice self-care. You need to turn off your phone. Turn off your phone. And if you are a person of color, this is not our fight. You know, stay home, <laughs> eat some hummus and some carrots, and relax. Oh, you did not just say eat some hummus. <laughs> you know, black folk don't eat hummus. <laughs> okay, eat some. I don't know. What do we eat? <laughs> no, real talk. Hummus don't stand a chance around me. I, I, I can smash me some hummus. Yes, I love hummus, too. It's legit in these streets with the hummus. <laughs> <laughs> just saying y'all this is not our fight well it isn't it isn't right that's true it's 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 not our fight because yeah some of these fools are off the chain however it is our fight because we have we have skin in the game as as americans yeah, you know that's true, yeah. um we we have skin in the game and i mean and there's still even in the midst of this there's racial trauma happening. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So my one of my children, my 16-year-old son, was nervous for me today. Mm. So um, you know, my so for part of my 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 work, um, I work in the Capitol complex in mm. our state. Mm. Okay. So my office is literally right across the street you know in in one of the government buildings from the state house and we have protests and all that kind of stuff often it seems like lately Mm -hmm. but my son was concerned that i would be shot and killed on the way home from work today yeah I really don't know why he's at work now. So I haven't had a chance to talk to him about it. I don't know why and what, what fear that was, mm-hmm. but for sure, it's going to be some kind of racial trauma there that's happening yeah. for him and his little spirit. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm going to see about my baby boy when, he, when, when I pick him up from work, but oh. yeah. Why? I mean, you know, I, I say that to say, you know, people check on each other. Yeah. Check on each other. Mm-hmm. You know, see how people are doing. Check mm-hmm. on your kids. You know, this may be for us, it's maybe anxiety provoking and really irritating and maybe we're angry about it. Whereas for some people, it actually might be very, very scary. Yeah. But check on your people. Mm-hmm. And and I completely agree with you, Justine. Practice some self care because Lord knows we need it right now. Mm-hmm. So that's all we got for this one, soldiers. We just wanted to, again, while things are kind of fresh in our, on our hearts and fresh in our heads and when the situation's unfolding, we, I'm sure we'll be talking about this more um, mm-hmm. when more information comes out, more details come out. But y'all, take care of each other and keep the faith. God bless y'all. Peace. Keep the faith. Amani.